And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, the SAR midterm convention is into day two in Regina, and we have an update with President Ray Orb. Agri-News is brought to you by the REMAX Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel DeCorby and Graham Toth, online at landforsalesask.ca. And McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division, choose the alternative. McDougall Auctioneers for guaranteed results, online at mcdougallauction.com. The SARM Midterm Convention is into day two with several resolutions approved calling for government help for victims of wildfires in western Saskatchewan last month. Ray Orb is the president of SARM. He says there was also a good discussion with an RCMP officer about rural crime. We had um, Assistant Commissioner Zablocki at our, at our um, midterm convention this morning and he gave us kind of an update and an overview of, of you know what the RCMP are seeing out in the rural area. They're seeing that since last fall, some of the um, crime statistics are actually dropping. They're actually uh, some of the um, offenses such as uh, break and enter uh, seem to be dropping off a bit. You know what? We're looking at those statistics, and I guess we're kind of keeping an open mind because we know that from time to time the crime stats drop, and then and then they seem like they are, they increase again. And it seems to maybe be the time of year, but it just seems to be a little bit erratic. But the general trend, it looks like the uh, effect of the RCMP being a bit more visible out in the rural area, uh, perhaps it has something to do with, with the province's commitment to the uh, you know, their, their response team, to have that, that team that can be out in force. Some of those officers are still being uh, trained. Some of those officers may be already on the job, but uh, it seems like to us the visibility of RCMP has increased a bit, so that's probably helped reduce uh, the real crime overall. What came out of the wildfire discussions? We had a few resolutions uh, that were passed and brought in. There was one uh, for PDAP to look at some kind of coverage for wildfires. Right now, fires, in particular wildfires, aren't part of the PDAP coverage. So the PDAP people are actually looking at that and to see if there is, in fact, something in there that there perhaps could be some coverage. But so the one resolution that was brought forward with in regards to ag recovery is something I assume the province has already been looking at, and that is that provincial and federal response to uh, an area that could be affected by some kind of a disaster that is, uh, you know, beyond rural landowners' purview control. Could be some uh, federal and provincial assistance to that. We saw what happened in British Columbia this last summer, where the federal government and the province of British Columbia were committed to actually... Uh, assisting farmers and ranchers, you know, to be to replace not only their fences, some feed supplies, but also their livestock that were lost. So we don't know if the province is going to commit to that, but we're going to be talking to them about that since that resolution passed. And the other one is to talk, well, to crop insurance, perhaps some maybe private insurance companies, we're not sure yet, but to deal with the lack of insurance coverage on grassland, in particular, you know, native pastures where the ranchers are losing a lot of their, uh, or have lost a lot of that area to to wildfires. So we're certainly going to be seeing them, talking about that, see if we can convince someone to take on that insurance. The two-day SARM convention wraps up later today. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. Farm Credit Canada has released an optimistic report on the strength of agriculture exports from Saskatchewan. Craig Clemmer, FCC Agricultural Economist, says the positive outlook comes from strong world demand for both Canada's farm commodities and manufactured food products. So we just released our, our uh, trade rankings report, uh, highlighting you know Canada is the number five exporter 
our fifth largest exporter of egg commodities in the world, and we're the number 11th egg exporter of food manufactured products or processed food products in in um, in the world. And the reason the optimism is Canada has a very diverse set of products that are contributing to those those strong rankings reports. And in addition to, we've recently heard the Barton Report or the the Economic Council report, where you know in that report they hope that Canada will or the desire goal is that Canada will be the third largest exporter of agriculture commodities and the fifth largest exporter of processed food. So you know between the combination of those two reports you know, where we're standing and where the goalposts have been put forward. I think this is a great news story for Canadian agriculture and the processed food sector as well. Saskatchewan is big on grain and livestock. What do you see as how do those compare? Yeah, when you look at the report, I mean, Saskatchewan is well positioned. You know, when we look at where are the opportunities for Canada and, and Canadian agriculture, you know, things are keep popping up protein, whether it's plant-based protein or, or animal-based protein are, are strong opportunities uh, in, internationally. And that's, you know, that's what Saskatchewan produces. We're big beef producers. We've got quite a bit of pork production. Pulse great is an opportunity. Other opportunities continue to be lent canola, canola oil, also things that are very important to Canadian or Saskatchewan agriculture. So Saskatchewan is very well positioned to take advantage of these opportunities and looking to continue to invest to contribute to increasing those that, that export positioning going forward. How long is this report optimistic about? Like, are we talking long-term, short-term agricultural growth and exports? Is it? Is it? Uh, how long is the picture rosy? You know, I think when it comes, so we're looking at this is from Canada's export position. So I think this is a long-term optimism. You know, Canadian agriculture and Canadian agri-food sectors continues to invest and, and innovate. So, you know, we haven't been an industry that's been sitting still. And as long as we continue that momentum of pushing forward, continue to innovate, continue to invest, Canada is a top exporter, uh, whether it's in commodity agriculture or processed food. I think that optimism is going to look very strong for a long time. And, you know, Canada is very well poised to be a major player in the export market and continue to be a major player in the export market in these sectors going forward. So I think that optimism should be uh, held for quite some time. And we rank in among the top three in exports in, what, 11 different farm commodities? Yes, and, I mean, that's part of the excitement. And, you know, when we look at where those opportunities are, you know, it's a that's a, a very diverse base, and, and that's really where that strength is, and why we see so much optimism. You know, in the report we highlight there's a couple. You know, some countries uh, really only have one or two commodities that really drive that uh, their export contribution. And you know, we talk about New Zealand and the importance of dairy sector and dairy exports, or we look at Malaysia and the importance of palm oil. Uh, when you see a slippage in price, you, you know, you quickly fall in that world ranking. But when we look at Saskatchewan, we look at Canada, you know, we have a diverse group of, of commodities, and, and that's really fueling that strength and, and the reasons to be optimistic going forward in terms of being those major players. Clemmer says Canada had almost $25 billion in farm and food exports last year, the fifth highest in the world. A partnership of researchers at the University of Saskatchewan and in Israel say they have made a major breakthrough for breeding pulse crops. The researchers have successfully sequenced two wild lentil genomes, the largest legume genomes ever assembled. The research, part of a $7.9 million project funded by Genome Canada, is expected to empower future breeding efforts to enhance lentil yield and quality. Largely due to advances in plant breeding at the U of S, 
Canada is the world's leading exporter of lentils, delivering millions of tons of lentils to India, Pakistan and Bangladesh, where the vegetable-based protein serves as a critical food source. With the additional information from the wild species, researchers have a much broader view of genes and pathways that enable lentils to thrive in volatile weather. Earlier this year, the U of S has developed the wild emmer wheat genome sequence. Emmer wheat is the wild form of all the domesticated wheat in the world, and the sequence is expected to lead to improved wheat varieties as well. Agriculture Minister Lyle Stewart heads to Japan this weekend for a seven-day trade mission. Stewart's trade mission is designed to help Saskatchewan companies strengthen critical relationships and position the province as a reliable and quality supplier of food and farm products. While in Japan from November 11th to 17th, Stewart will speak at the Team Canada New Crop Seminar and the Canola Council of Canada consultations in Tokyo. Stewart will emphasize the importance of the trade relationship between Saskatchewan and Japan, as well as the province's role as a global leader in agriculture. He says Japan is a priority customer of Canada, representing the third largest agri-food market, with Canada shipping $4.2 billion worth of farm goods. The mission is designed to deepen Saskatchewan's relationship with Japan and strengthen relationships with Japanese companies that operate in Saskatchewan or are looking to invest in operations. Last year, Saskatchewan exports to Japan were $976 million. Japan is Saskatchewan's largest export market for non-Durham wheat and the province's second largest export market for canola seed. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hollis Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornson, Hollis Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra this morning were mixed in early trading. Canola rose 40 cents at 4.92.94. Oats went down $4.02 at 158.14. Number one red spring wheat gained nine cents at two forty seven ninety nine. The rest were unchanged. Durham two seventy one fourteen. Feed barley one sixty three sixty two. Flax four seventy two sixty eight. Yellow peas two sixty two fifty four. Feed wheat one thirty six forty eight. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, December spring wheat is up three quarters of a cent at six thirty five and a half cents a bushel. The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-5358 or Weyburn 842-4574. Good afternoon. This is the Yorkton Heartland Livestock Mark Report for Wednesday, November the 8th. A respectable run here with 2750 in the pre-sort with 350 cows and bulls, a total of 3100 for the day. D1, D2 cows, 72 to 82, sales to 84, 85. D3 cows, 65 to 75. Cows are averaging 82.40. Good bulls, 95 to 105, sales to 108. The bulls are averaging 95.50. Today's pre-search selling a little under pressure to just a touch lower in spots. Some highlights on the steer side. 400-pound steers, 274. 500-pounders, 247. 550-pound steers, 229. 650-pound steers, 222. My favorite pen, 700-pound steers, 217, 775-pound steers, 211, and some yearling steers here, 1,000-pounders at 187. On the heifer side, 400-pound heifers, 225, 500-pounders, 204, 550-pound heifers, also 204, 600-pound heifers, 197, 700-pound heifers, 184. Some yearling heifers here, listen up to this group, guys. 
950-pound yearling heifers at 183 and a quarter. Next week, November 15th, pre-sort is full. Our first bred cow sale of the fall will be Friday, November the 17th. 230 cows and heifers booked for that sale. That's it for this week at Heartland Yorkton. Let's all enjoy the Remembrance Day holiday. I'm Harvey Exner. Have a good day. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 7,000 hogs Tuesday, selling in a range of 149 to 157 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 8,000 heads, selling in a range of 149 to 158 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is down, and forward contract prices opened mixed this morning. On Tuesday, the Canadian dollar was down, with the daily exchange rate at 1.2785. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 78.55 cents U.S. There has been a significant improvement in packer operating margins due to strong wholesale pork prices, which should provide support to cash prices over the next month. Critical to maintaining support in cash hog prices is firm export demand, which has been a problem in recent months. Coming up, the farm weather forecast. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland, working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Light snow ending around the noon hour, then a mix of sun and cloud. Wind northwest 20 today, the high minus 10. Tonight, partly cloudy, the low minus 18. Wind chill minus 28. Tomorrow, mainly cloudy. Wind southeast 30, the high minus 13. The wind chill minus 25. The evening flurries could happen, and the low minus 14. Friday, cloudy, 60%. Chance of flurries and the high minus 2, the low minus 12. Saturday, sunny with a high minus 7, the low minus 14. Sunday, sunny, the high minus 8, the low minus 3. Monday, should be quite a change in weather. It's supposed to be sunny with a high of plus 6, the low minus 3. Maybe our snow will go. We can always hope. Tuesday, sunny, the high plus 3. The normal high is plus 1, the normal low minus 10. The sun rose at 8.01 this morning. It sets at 5.23 tonight. Around the province, we have Estevan at 11. Saskatoon, this is all minus. And Saskatoon minus 12, Swift Current minus 12, Weyburn minus 11, Yorkton is minus 14. In Regina, light snow, it's minus 11, that's 12 Fahrenheit, Windsor from the northeast at 5. Partly cloudy, Moose Jaw minus 11, Windsor from the east, northeast at 5. Once again, Regina, light snow, minus 11, that's 12 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.